0: Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. On Wednesday, the Chiefs returned to the practice field to prepare for their Week 13 matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and defensive lineman Chris Jones. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Chris Jones. Here's Andy Reid. All right.
1: Um, as far as the injuries go, uh, Juju's sick today, so he, he won't be there. Uh, McKinnon has a hamstring strain. He won't practice today. And then Tony is, is getting better, but uh, won't uh, practice today. Everybody else will be out there rolling. Um, look forward to the challenge of playing Cincinnati. We know they're a heck of a football team. Um, and we'll start today getting getting ready for them. So it would be good to get get on the practice field. With well, that, time's yours.
2: Coach, I know you try to put games away from the past, but you guys had a couple of tough ones against them last year. A few months ago, I remember Chris talking about it. These are the kind of games that drove him in the offseason. Did, did you... Does it drive you when you play a team like no, this again? Well, last
1: year? well, it was the last game of the year, you know. So I mean that it, you, you remember the game, and and they did some good things, you know, against us. And so I'm not saying it drives you, but you, you, you know, you go back and you you evaluate the game, yeah.
3: You know? What do you seen differently out of last year? I mean, Jamar Chase maybe plays this weekend, but what do you seen differently that they've done that this year that as opposed to we played twice last year?
1: Yeah, well, they're doing a good job. I mean, it's kind of the same stuff they've been doing. Um, They've got most of their guys back. Um, They're playing at a high level. The the games that they have lost, they lost just by a few points, with the exception of the Browns. And um, so um, it's it's very very similar. Good, solid football, both sides of the ball and special teams.
3: And when you look back at last year, you know, how the second half kind of, I wouldn't say confuse you, but took it for a loop, if you will. But how much did you learn from that game that you took into this year knowing, like, the lessons learned from that game? How much could you take into this year knowing that the defense they played was, was something that kind of caught you off guard? And you've been able to do very successfully this year.
1: Yeah, you know, and they they played the first half, too, so a bit, you know. But um, but they did a good job with it. I mean, that's what they did. They, uh, they dropped eight and played man coverage and, and a thief player rolling around in there and and they they executed well better than how we did we didn't do very well with them so uh, they got us on you know. but we've worked on it i'm sure they've worked on new things and uh we'll see how it goes Andy, there's, been, there's been there were guys before and after the tampa bay game that made it very clear how much what happened in the previous game motivated them
4: for that contest um some opportunity, obviously, this Sunday. How do you manage when guys are already motivated because of the previous game, but not trying to lose sight of how things might change in this matchup?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, again, it was the last game, so you, you you love to have an opportunity to play them and do better than what we did. I mean, that's that's for sure. Um, if something motivates you, that's kind of it. And but you also know within you got to play within yourself and and do the things uh, that you know are right, and be able to, be, don't get so high that you can't execute. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, a, that's the trick there. Andy, Patrick said that he mentioned, um, or
4: I guess it was just after Sunday's game, he mentioned that his lesson from that game was to close out games. I'm wondering if throughout a season, you use a game like that and sort of remind the guys of something like
1: that? Yeah, well, each one of these things is a learning lesson, right? win or lose. You come out, and you you spend all these hours dissecting what you could have done better, and uh, it doesn't matter the game. So you're taking lessons out of each game. Um, this one was, uh, yeah, with Pat for Pat. That's what it was, what he said. So, uh, but we all, everybody's got that. You know, Chris said I, I missed a sack. Um, uh, Bolton said he had three, inter- two interceptions that he dropped. Um, I I look in the mirror and I go, uh, there are some calls I would have liked to have had back. Right? I mean, so everybody has that. As long as they're willing to admit it, you have a chance to get better, and that's kind of the thing you try to do. Coach, your
4: catch- catching the ball has always been you know, with, with your running backs. And uh, you said it one time, if you're you know, going to be a running back on this team, you got to catch the ball. We hadn't really seen that out of uh, Pacheco. We saw it this week he's a young guy right obviously it's a work in progress but how's that coming along and and how satisfying was it to see him you know make an impact with
1: that yeah so i mean he's got really good hands um uh he just hasn't had that that, ton of opportunity but he will as time goes on here he'll get more opportunities to to catch the ball. he did a nice job on that one for sure
4: you and, and eric talked about like him having patience you know we can see how hard he wants to hit the hole but maybe he needs to be a little little more read what's going on is that magnified even more in the passing game with some of the option routes and different ways you guys do things that wherever he is as a runner maybe he's even that much further back as a receiver
1: yeah he, no he's he's done good with that he actually does well with the um, with the routes um, and his patience on that the the running is getting better I mean he's getting better at that he, he is he, he is extremely he, He's got he's got some kind of energy now. I mean, if, if I had that energy, I'd be 110 pounds. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I want to borrow something. <clears throat> so he, uh, he he's unbelievable that way. How he, how he plays, and he's that way every day. I mean, that's how he's out of practice and everything else. He's it's, it's, it's got quite a motor. Running
3: uh, Melvin Gordon signed to the practice squad. When you sign a two a former two-time Pro Bowler to the practice squad, what are you hoping to get out of him as? as- down the, sec-
1: the stretch of the season? Yeah, well, we, we'll just see. I, I mean, that's kind of the way we explain it to him. We'll see where, where this thing goes and uh, where he's at and uh, where the running back situation goes. But he sure has been a heck of a player in the league. I mean, he's. I mean, we've one thing we do know is we know him, and whether he's with the Chargers or, you know, with Denver. So we know what kind of player he is. And... And so, you know, maybe there's a time here he can he can help us, too. So, well, we're, you know, we'll take all covers. You know, if, if you had some game left in you, we'd bring you over. Herbie, Yeah, you know I'm saying? Yeah, we'd bring you over. Yeah. Could, you, could you briefly
2: mention the, the Chris Jones almost sack, and maybe that's the biggest difference defensively for you guys this year. You've exceeded the sack total. Just how much confidence can that give you going into a game where you're getting home this year? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, We've done better in that area, we're finishing sacks. This kid is unique that we're playing. I mean, he's strong in the pocket, and so it presents another challenge. And um, you know, our, our guys will work on that this week and make sure that they have a plan for that.
3: A couple more guys. Andy, have you also added Brandon Williams to the
1: practice? We're yes, are going to. Um, was
3: there a need for a, a player like that, or did you just you guys just see a good player and say let's let's bring him in? Yeah, good.
1: I tell you, a good player. He he's a, um, he, he and Joe Cullen have yeah, right. history, so um, Joe speaks very highly of him, and uh, and still thinks he he can contribute. So he's been doing it a long time, uh, and but we welcome that. He he's a he's a great kid and a good football player. We'll go last to go go surrender. Coach uh, Patrick, uh,
4: obviously, welcomed the new addition to the uh, family. I know it's not his first. That's <clears> the <throat> name who had
5: kids. No, the first was
4: the big jolt, right? So he's probably a little more prepared for it. But does that take away, you know, preparation time with, with
1: all that going on? Yeah. Now he uh, he stays pretty focused on job at hand. He's got a great wife that gets all that. She's an athlete too. So, um, but uh, bronze, I love it, bronze. Patrick Mahomes the third, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. So bronze, uh, I think, is in good hands, and uh, um, you know the players all got on Patrick that you know if they play long enough, they'll get above we'll another quarterback here. <laughs> <laughs> Last
2: two little uh, news yesterday, you guys got flexed out of prime time to earlier in the day next week against Denver. Probably doesn't break your heart to you get home a little bit earlier and get some prep work on. Uh, is, is that safe to say?
1: yeah um I was okay with it yeah <laughs> <coughs> I was okay I make I' have no decision making part of that but uh, or for that but I'll take it <laughs>
3: last one say and sorry to bring
4: the sense of thing again but um, when the game is the last game of the year I guess you don't have the full next week to sort of go over the things you're mentioning so does it pop up this year or do you just assume that the lesson was, was ingrained last year?
1: Yeah, you're saying with the players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
4: just, just with you talking to
1: the players anything of that nature. Yeah, well, I what I I come in and look at the tape and then I then I talk to them, you know, before they leave. Uh, most of them saw it too somewhere there, either on the plane ride back or or soon after that with these iPads, I mean they all have them. So um so but we talked about it. Yeah. It, it was a open conversation about it and we knew what we need to do to to better ourselves for that situation. I mean every game's different. So we're going into this uh, same team but they'll have something different for us. But yeah. But if you use it to get better then that's that's the objective. A lot of guys weren't here, so they they, they just watch it on watch the tape and see what we did. All right.
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Patrick, how the last
5: Forty-eight hours been for you and congratulations. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, I mean, it's 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 cool. Obviously, it's all it's awesome to to bring in a son uh, to add to my family, and everything went great and everything went smooth. And Brittany's a champ, so uh, it's been it's been really cool.
4: You give some insight
5: on the bronze and have a theme going here and yeah, where, where all that comes from. Yeah, when I mean when, when me and Brittany when we. Uh, when We had Sterling. We we didn't know if it was girl or boy at first, so we started thinking of girl and boy's names, and uh, we wanted to obviously them to have that connection and them to be brother and sister forever. And so, uh, obviously, I've always wanted to do Patrick, uh, LeVon Mahomes the third. I've thought about that since I was literally like five, six years old, and I always thought it was going to be Trey as the third because a lot you hear a lot of people doing that. And my and my brother Jackson, uh, whenever we were trying to find something that was a little unique and different, uh, he said, "What about Bronze? It fits perfectly uh, with." with Sterling, and uh, we so we went with that, and it, I think it works out well, and he can have his own thing now where he's not Patrick, he's bronze, um, even though he's Patrick, and then uh, Sterling and bronze can have that connection uh, moving forward.
2: Patrick, how much do you think that meant to your, your dad, just to kind of
5: keep that going? Ah, uh, man, he was emotional, for sure. I mean, my dad, as he's gotten older, has gotten a little bit more emotional, I think, as all of us do. Um, and uh, he, he was he was here this weekend so it worked out perfectly that my family got to see uh, see him before they left and went back to Tyler um, and so uh, it, it was cool to, to see him and my grandpa was here and my grandma uh, on my mom's side so I got, had a lot of family in so it, it worked out perfectly that weekend
3: the players were uh, and was saying about the players around you a little bit you know just what was it like this get the, introduce them to the players as well you know, the,
5: yeah, no. I mean, just uh, have my family and, and and my teammates have always got along perfectly. I mean, you would think when you saw Travis and my dad, they they were best friends, not me and him. So uh, it's uh, that's just the type of organization that we have here, the type of team that we have here. We're all family uh, in this building, and uh, uh, whatever I connect my family to that, it seems like it's just one big family. I think that's what makes us such a great football team. Uh,
4: I don't want to keep with good vibes, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> That's all good. Anybody you got any more family ones? <laughs> last last year obviously didn't go the way you wanted in that, mm-hmm. in that game. Like, how much has this game been circled on the on the calendar for you? And does it mean more than the other ones?
5: Yeah, I don't know if it if it means more. Um, I think you got to keep stuff in perspective. Uh, it's a brand new football season. Uh, obviously, anytime that someone beats you the year before, you want to beat them, especially in a game like they beat us in to to go to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Um, and we understand it's a great football team that's playing great football right now. So uh, we'll go out there and put our best effort forward and try to play our best football and, and try to get that win because it's a big win in the season to try to hold that number one seed and win our division. Patrick, Alton does that game enter your mind? Not, not really a lot. I mean, once the season ended and I wasn't in the Super Bowl and I, I had to watch it from the, the couch at my house in Texas, uh, I kind of just moved on knowing that you have to keep getting better, you have to keep kind of moving up forward. and. Uh, if you want to have success that next season, you can't dwell on what happened the last season. You have to learn from it and just get better from it. You mentioned after the game one piece
4: of that you did learn from it was just finishing out games. So, are there other <coughs> tokens you've taken from that
5: game, though? Yeah, I mean, just just whenever stuff's not going the perfect way, the way that we want it to go, just getting back to your fundamentals. I think that that's what I kind of look back when, I, especially when I watched watch the tape this week is. Um, I was really good in the first half of my fundamentals and as the game kind of got out got we weren't having success as an offense my fundamentals got worse and worse and so just whenever you get in those situations just trying to get back to that get back to your fundamentals and trusting in the game plan that coach is going to put us in the right uh, position to succeed.
3: How much time have you guys spent working on what the Bengals did to you in the second half last year? Not, Not just necessarily this week but going back to
1: camp or whatever.
5: I mean, not a a ton. I mean, we, we work on all different type of coverages, and I mean, it wasn't like they did anything that was that much different from the first half than they did in the second half. They put a little bit more man coverage um, than they did in the first half. Uh, they made some adjustments of trying to be in the right spots. Um, but at, at the end of the day, we have to execute uh, at a high level. And I trust that our guys are going to win versus man coverage. And, and if I can execute and throw the ball in the right spot, uh, we'll find ways to have success. So just kind of like I said, getting back to the fundamentals and, and getting back to just being who I am. Our third
2: receiver Tyler Boyd compared you and, and Joe Burrow to the old Brady Manning rivalry. Just when you hear something like that and, and looking at Joe, just what a competitor is he compared to you, know, you, you guys and your little rivalry here?
0: Yeah, I mean,
5: I have a ton of respect uh, for Joe. I mean, he's a great great football player, but he's a competitor, like you said. I mean, those are the guys that win in this league are guys that compete. Um, and so, I mean... I I, I I hate to compare it to Brady and Manning because they won so much and put up so many stats. And I feel like that's something that you do at the end of your career when you, they look back and see all the success that you have. But I know I'm, it's just like a lot of these guys, I know I'm going to play this guy for a long time. He's a great competitor, so he's going to be a great football team uh, for a long time, and we're going to have games like this. And so uh, I just try to go out there and win the week, um, and I know he does the same. And uh, we see what happens at the end of the week, and you move on to the next
4: non an, an anonymous question, Patrick. I know early in the year you were talking about how much you thought maybe you would use your legs more as the season moves along. With the new receivers, I just wonder how much are you sort of anticipating getting out of the pocket a little bit more and obviously using that to your advantage?
5: Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't think about running until like I have to Uh, I think that's that's a good thing and a bad thing but uh, I try to do whatever I can to throw the ball down the field um, and but with all the coverages that we're getting and they're trying to take away guys and man coverages and And putting people out there to stop all the receivers that we have, it's it's kind of opened up those lanes. Um, But uh, yeah, I just try to use them whenever it's there and not try to overdo it. Um, I know they had a good plan last year where they were kind of spying me, uh, the Bengals did, so I'll have to make sure I account for that as well. Um, But it's just trusting your guys up front to to protect and then us making plays downfield and I'll give those guys chances too.
4: Even with your fundamentals, is it it still more fun to throw out of the pocket than the traditional three step five
5: step and get it out of your hands? I don't know as I've gotten older I've started to like throwing from the pocket more so I don't know if it's just because I've gotten a little bit older and understand a little bit more but when I was younger I'd like to scramble around and make a ton of different throws and I can still do it but if I have it, if I can throw from the pocket these days I'm just going to throw it from there.
4: Patrick you mentioned not dwelling on things earlier Sky Moore had a, had a difficulty mm-hmm. he had the drop on the punt and, and you know you could hear the crowd the crowd kind of got after him a little bit. You guys on offense still went right to him. Is that something that you saw that and said, I'm going to get him into the He Obviously, had a very good game and then catching the ball. Is that something you said? Does Andy say that to you? Is it Eric, somebody talking in your headset saying, let's get him involved and get the ball, or did it just work out that way?
5: I, I think it just worked out that way, but I, I think EB and Coach Reed do a good job of whenever stuff like that happens, scheming up stuff or calling those plays that might have him as one of the primary options. Uh, I just go through my reads and throw it to the guys that are open, um, but uh, I mean – that's the thing in this team is we're not gonna do, we're not dwelling on that. We're, we we know the guys here are competing. They're doing whatever they can to put everything on the line, and if something happens bad, we know it's going The next time you you get a chance, you're gonna make a play happen, and that's what that's what great teams do, and that's what great players do.
2: You mentioned Sam that maybe losing some fundamentals at the end of the second half last year in that game. Is this something you feel while it's happening, or something you see on tape? You have any safeguards, someone watching to kind of give you a little cue to say look out for this if that's happening during a game?
5: I think it's something that um, I've gotten better at recognizing uh, as my career has gone on. I think if, when I get in some, I don't want to say slumps, but in some spots and games where my fundamentals go bad, um, I've tried to be better at fixing them quicker um, because those are things that I, I've I've taught myself now of how to recognize and how to get back to what what do I think of to get get back into the right fundamentals and having guys like Chad Henny, uh, Nagy, and all these guys that kind of been a, been around me for a while now, they can kind of give me stuff and they can. I don't want to say critique me, but they can tell me when I'm not doing something the right way um, so that I can get back to what we practice on all week, and that's something that I, I try to recognize as quickly as possible. Like a little bit of a mound, visit for a team yeah, team it's something, team it? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, just having someone that can come out that you trust and knows that they want you to play the best football uh, possible, and they can just give you those little tidbits that can get you back into the rhythm of the offense. we
2: we'll go Harold Sam, and then Alex. Go Harold.
5: Patrick, this year with <coughs> the Bengals, you
3: know, is there anything differently or is it more of the same to see with, with the Bengals' defense and what you're about to face this weekend?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really good defense. It's a really good entire unit of defense. They're well coached. They have good players at every level. Um, and, and they've played together now for a, lo- a long time, so they do a great job of passing off stuff and zone coverages and man coverages, knowing where the other guy is to help. Um, and so, I mean, they're a well coached unit. We know it's a great challenge for us. Um, and we're just going to go out there and try to execute at a high level. And it'll probably be a lot of tight window throws and guys are going to to make plays. And um, that's what happens when you play a great football team. It's just going to be a, a tightly contested game.
4: I'm sure when you play any team, if you played them recently, you watch a lot mm-hmm. of them. The, the last matchup, what is that experience like, and does it differ based on how you play in, in that particular
5: game? Um, I, I mean, it, it, you kind of learn. You learn from it in good and bad ways. I mean, you learn from the stuff that you did good, and you want to execute and do that stuff again. And then you you see the stuff that you miss, and I uh, and you obviously you're mm-hmm. mad because you missed it, but you you learn from that, so you can hit it the next time. So. Um, the thing about uh, us is we've started to play these teams now a lot now. With the, a, a lot of these young quarterbacks from the league, you start playing the same teams. Um, and so you learn from it. You, you make adjustments, they make adjustments, and then you go out there and make adjustments on the field. So it's a, it's a great challenge for both teams, and uh, I'm excited for it.
2: After going back to the off and preseason, if you can recall when you do have so many new faces in the receivers room, what are the most important things for you to
0: do to help them get acclimated, to help them feel welcome here?
5: I think it's just you just talk you just talk to each other. Uh, you you learn that relationship with the guys off the field, um, and then on the field you talk to them about how you how you like things ran. They talked about how they've ran them before. You learn from each other, then you go out there and execute at a high level. Um, and I think that's what we've done is as the season's gone on, you see we've, we're getting more and more chemistry because we've we've talked through the stuff, we have talked to the mistakes, we talked to the positives, and uh, we've learned how to keep evolving as an offense. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you.
6: Um, I haven't went back and watched it yet. Um, I don't watch the few games theirs this year. They got a completely different office line, So I haven't went and visit last year yet. So it's just
4: specifically because of the change in personnel that you focus
6: on. Yeah, because of the change in office alignment. Everyone is new. I've been trying to get a beat on how they set, how that group is um, blocking together. So I haven't had time to go back to last year. we talking to
2: you in the off season, with one of these things and you it mentioned that you know the game against the Bengals in the playoffs, and felt you almost had a couple of sacks. That didn't didn't come through that way. Is it still something that it's on your mind, or is that just kind of off season
6: stuff? I mean, I, it was a driving force for this off season. You know, you always can look back and uh, push yourself to do something better, and it was definitely a driving force of uh, a lot of penalties I left on the field that I think could have sealed the game and um, put us in a better position to win. But right now, our focus is on. Um, You know, this year, winning this game, putting ourselves in a position to where we can go out and compete. Uh,
4: uh, Statistically, if I could talk, sorry, Uh, statistically speaking, you're at your second best sack total already, and as a team, you guys are already eclipsed last year's sack total. I mean, I know pressures, you hear Coach Spaggs talking about pressures and everything, but, but to be doing that, you guys obviously focused on something, you're accomplishing it right now. What was the driving force? Why? why? Because there's not a lot of massive
6: personnel change, right? Why you personally and the unit doing so well? One person, man. Well, actually two people. Uh, Terry Braden and Joe Cullen. We got some of the best coaches in the building, and um, and, uh, we were just very fortunate. We got a very good group, very young group, a lot of hungry guys in our room, starting with the leadership of Frank Clark, Carlos Dunlap then younger guys like they Sanders stepping up this year, Derek Nottie who's been in this system for four, four to five years and Mike Dana, Tershaw Ward, you know, a lot of guys who's hungry to show that, you know, they belong in this league.
3: Chris, n- n- not to say that you're um, ineffective
2: at the beginning of games, but there's points in games where it seems like you really start cooking and it, it's you're very hard to defend. I guess just, do you know what I'm talking about and, and what takes you to get there and, and how do you challenge yourself
6: to get to that point? It's more so been decisive. Um, I understand that every play in the game, it's not meant for me to make. Sometimes it's meant for me to take on the double team in order for the blitz to get there. And uh, schematically, you know, me and Spags talk talk about it along the week, um, how he plans on calling the game and how he plans on using me. And um, when I get my opportunity to get a one on one, or I see something I've seen on film where I can take advantage of it, that's what I try to capitalize on.
3: Chris, is there anything about Joe Burrow that makes him difficult to bring
6: down? Oh, he's a good quarterback, man. Uh, I don't know what you guys want me to give you. all world. I'm not going to give you all of that. He's a
1: good quarterback, <laughs> man.
0: He's a good quarterback. A couple more. Chris, um, Andy mentioned a couple weeks ago that the difference in you early in your career
4: and now is just how much you've concentrated in the offseason on your body and the shape you're in and stuff. I'm wondering what motivates you do to do that and if, how you've seen the difference.
6: SIs pack. I've been trying to get this six pack for three years, okay? <laughs> right now I'm getting older, so the older you get is harder to get. No. Honestly, um, <clears throat> I, I think it's a huge part of nutrition. Um, we got a he- heck of a strength staff and nutritionist staff here. Um, Barry Rubes, uh, me and him, been, we, we gained a, a huge personal relationship this offseason, and my goal was to make sure I come back in the best shape. I've been in in a while, and um, we focus on that throughout the year. You know, it's a building process, uh, 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 it's a marathon, but we just continue building.
4: We, we see a yeah. Joe's, are the Joe's fries part of the nutrition? Is that part of? It?
6: Yeah. Not um <laughs> you gotta be very decisive, man. Um, <laughs> Mondays is cheat days for me, so um I goes with a half a pound of burnt ends and the French fries. They're so consistent, man. That's the <laughs> thing, consistency, uh, with Joe's. Their fries always taste the same. They're always fresh and hot. And the burnt ends they're like candy. So that's my only time I get to eat beef, so you know, I take advantage of it.
2: You mentioned Carlos's name. This is Homecoming for him. Have you talked to him this week about what this one
3: means to
6: him personally? Um, surprisingly, I actually mentioned that today uh, me and him talking I asked him um, Carlos, uh, this is your homecoming. He was like, yeah, this is my first time going back since leaving and I was telling them how much They hate him over there um, Cuz they <laughs> they felt like he left them when they was doing bad and then he jumped ship but respectfully, you know, he done a lot for that organization and um, He's probably one of the best DNs to play in that organization. Uh, uh, we're very fortunate to have him in this room, the type of player, the caliber of player he is. And uh, we're, we're, we're glad he's on our side this time. So.
3: Chris, so, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys who've got kids in there. And, and, and Patrick just introduces one. And I remember you saying you like them with kids, but not babies. But how many times have you think bro should be like Uncle, Uncle Chris, if you will?
6: Oh, man. It's so crazy because my. Um, <laughs> When my kids hear somebody call me Uncle Chris, they'll start calling me Uncle Chris. So, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. But, yeah, I haven't been approached a couple times to be Uncle Chris and take the picture with the kid on the shoulder. That's all out of love, though. Chris,
4: Chris, we saw a lot. Last year was kind of a thing made about you playing defensive end, and it kind of, you guys kind of got away from that. This year, no one's really talked about it, but you've had some success out there and done that a little bit more. Is it just a matter of finding the right time to do it, or are you more comfortable at it? Why is it seemingly –
6: uh, worked a little better this year than last year? I think it's more situational uh, when it's um, clearly passing downs. I don't think you want to leave me in in the read option against Lamar. Uh, I don't think that's the best out- outfit to, to have, but more so situational downs where I can just rush the passer and be free out there on the end. So, Chris,
3: specific to one of your newest teammates, running back Melvin Gordon, you've had an opportunity to play against him over the years. What makes him stand out and what, what, what special skills stand out to you about him?
6: He's a hard runner. You know, I had the pleasure of playing him my first three to four years. Um, and then I think there was the, um, I don't want to get it wrong, San Diego Chargers then, then before they moved to LA. So yeah, him and Phillip Rivers was together a long time. And he's well respected in high regards in this, in this, in this organization, so. We're very fortunate to have him. Uh, I think he will be a great asset to our running back room, and it'll be fun to watch him play.
4: One,
2: How proud have you been of, of Colin Saunders and his breakout of sorts, and what have you seen behind the scenes that sort of led to that for him?
6: Um, we talked about it uh, along the lines of training camp. Um, we used to have our lone adults walking up and down the hill, and you know that was the focal point of his maturity. He's grown a lot in a lot of areas, and it's starting to show on the field. Um, you turn his film on now. I mean, he's a complete different player than what he, what he used to be. And uh, that goes more so with opportunities also. He's having more opportunities to play, to broadcast his talent. He was hurt the last past few years, been healthy and been accessible for this team in order to be out there to show your talent is a huge thing. So to have him here here playing and healthy has been great for our D-line room, you know, uh, his contribution. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys. Thank you.